bag. Gotta get this money, cause you know I never had it. I'm feeling like my dude, the way I carry my baggage. This heavy load on my shoulders might turn me to a savage. Is that why I gotta fight to get respect? That's a shame, who's to blame? I don't know, but all I know is that we still right. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. It surely does not matter who the host is. Anyways, today's Tuesday. Well, yeah, today is Tuesday. Why is this showing me a different date? That's even funnier than anything else that I can look at at the moment. Uh, anyways, today's Tuesday, February the 22nd, in case you did not know that, because apparently I am still learning. Um, it is the 53rd day of the year and only 312 days left to go so there you go anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse known as safety fm and then of course we are also hanging out with our friends and colleagues at the place that we do things at radio Oh, yes, hanging out with our friends at RadioBig.fm. So hopefully you had a fantastic weekend, and it was a three-day version of a weekend and not the two-day version of a weekend, depending on what you had going on yesterday. Uh, so that's for sure. Uh, so let's start talking on what was trending in the overnight, because that's going to be important for us to start talking, going through that whole thing there. So according to the Trends, Derby fans uh, reacted to the news that Medina Spirit has been disqualified as the winner of the 147th uh, Kentucky Derby. We'll discuss a little bit further later. Uh, hashtag Truth Social was trending after the launch of former President uh, Trump's new app. Yes, there is a new social media platform out there. Uh, so there you go. Uh, social media users reacted to New York Times piece about the 500-pound bear named Hank the Tank who has been uh, ransacking the California community in search of food. He has reportedly broken into about two dozen homes since July. And then another thing that was actually in the hashtags and going through and all that thing was the weirdest things um, I've seen uh, circulated on Twitter on Monday. Tweets included package, uh, packaged pre-sliced peanut butter. Uh, let's see, a wearable sleeping bag. Um, let's see, spam Oreos. Really? That was a thing? Spam Oreos? Uh, crazy cat lady action figure and singing sushi. So I guess um, if you have to talk about the world as a strange, that gets pretty strange pretty quick. So let's start talking right away about some of the things that we were seeing in the charts of the musica. Because, you know, some people care about that. So we need to talk about it because it's important. So according to 
Spotify and iTunes. Here we go. The number five, according to Spotify, was Gale with ABCDEFU. And number four was Glass Animals with Heat Waves. And number three was Ed Sheeran with Shivers. And number two was Little Nas X with That's What I Want. And at the number one spot was Justin Bieber with a ghost. So here we go. If you go into the iTunes side of the planet, here's what it sounded like there. At number five was Eminem with the Lose Yourself. At number four was Dr. Dre, still Dre, featuring Snoop Dogg. At number three was Encanto soundtrack with We Don't Talk About Bruno. At number two was uh, Dr. Dre with the next episode featuring Snoop Dogg. And the number one song, according to iTunes, was Elton John and Dua Lipa with Cold Heart, the remix version. So there you go. So that is what was trending inside of there. Um, so let's talk about it. If you're kind of new of hanging out here, which I don't know why, because it's only been 500 and some odd shows, but that's cool. I'm glad that you're here. That's important. Uh, but let's talk about it. Here's the way that it goes. We bring in some professional broadcasters. They talk about what's going on inside of the world of the news. Then I come back, give you some jargon, uh, some information about the news, some information about safety, and we kind of go from there. We do have a, a messaging line, a call-in line, a video call-in line. So whichever format you want to do, all you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That is callinradio.com. Keep in mind, we are a radio station first, followed by podcast streaming and all that other stuff that we do uh but you can actually get our app if you're depending on where you're seeing us at safetyfm.com or radiobig.fm because we are kind of doing the simulcasting right now as we speak so before we get too far away from it i think it's time for me to bring in our friends at feature story news let them give you three minutes and then i'll have in some other broadcasters that will tell you some more things that are going on inside of the world of the news so you should probably take a listen right now if you so desire to do so because if not then you're not going to desire to do so and then we are just going to be hanging and doing much of nothing here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The UK is poised to announce a package of sanctions on Russia over its actions in Ukraine. Targeting uh, Russian uh, economic interests as hard as we can, uh, and uh, we, will, we will be, I'll be sending out a bit later on in the House of Commons uh, what we uh, are going to do. London says Vladimir Putin is guilty of a flagrant violation of Ukraine's sovereignty. Health Secretary Sajid Javid says sanctions will be wide-ranging. We should all be very concerned. It's a, it's a very dark day that we're waking up to in Europe. What we've seen from Russia in the last 24 hours is clearly a, a flagrant violation of Ukraine's sovereignty, its territory integrity. And we will take action because the Prime Minister has been clear throughout this crisis that we won't hesitate to do so. I am sure that individuals that have uh, close contacts uh, with uh, the uh, Russian regime will be targeted as will, I think, certain economic sectors. President Biden's issued a strong condemnation of President Putin's decision to recognize the independence of two regions in eastern Ukraine and order Russian forces to take up position there. Washington reporter Benji Heyer has more. 
The White House had threatened action for weeks, and following this anticipated move from Russia, President Joe Biden will issue an executive order prohibiting new investment, trade and financing by Americans to, from or in the Donetsk and Luhansk regions. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says in a statement that the Departments of State and Treasury will have more details shortly, and she adds this would be in addition to any economic measures imposed in coordination with Western allies were Russia to invest. Ukraine. Over the weekend, Mr Biden agreed in principle to a meeting with Mr Putin, providing Russia does not invade. Benji Heyer, Washington. During a meeting in Paris, EU leaders have been swift to criticise Vladimir Putin's recognition of the separatist regions in the east of Ukraine. Hungary, though, is yet to explicitly condemn developments, one of Ukraine's neighbours. Lucy Hoff reports from Budapest. The Hungarian government has maintained a close relationship with the Kremlin in recent months, but the country's Prime Minister Viktor Orban has so far issued a softer statement compared to his EU counterparts on developments in eastern Ukraine. Orban said in a Facebook post on Monday following a call with EU Council President Charles Michel that Hungary was part of a joint European position and that negotiations were ongoing. Hungary's National Security Cabinet has held talks on Tuesday on the crisis. Lucy Hoff, Budapest. Oil prices have spiked to seven-year highs over the Ukraine-Russia crisis. Analysts say a combination of Ukraine tensions, a cold US winter and a global squeeze on supply could see prices go higher still. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The world is watching as tensions escalate between Russia and Ukraine, with Vladimir Putin now having sent his troops into the eastern regions of Ukraine. He calls them peacekeepers. This is nonsense. We know what they really are. In doing so, he has put before the world a choice. We must meet the moment and we must not look away. During a late night meeting of the United Nations Security Council, U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said Russia's recognition of regions in eastern Ukraine is, in her words, clearly the basis for Russia's attempt to create a pretext for further invasion of Ukraine. She said that Russia's actions are a violation of the basic principles of international law. The stock market reopens this morning after the holiday weekend. While the threat of war in Europe will play a big role, traders are also watching the Federal Reserve closely. The central bank's governor spoke at a convention and supports a larger rate hike. She says forceful action is necessary to help reduce record high inflation. The Fed is expected to raise rates several times. Experts predict that that will start after a meeting next month. The new Game of Thrones prequel is one step closer to a release. Brian Shook has the details. Series author George R.R. Martin confirmed in a blog post that shooting has wrapped for the first season of House of the Dragon, the prequel to the popular franchise. A release date has not yet been confirmed for the series, which will air on HBO and HBO Max. I'm Brian Shook. And some people with older cell phones are about to wake up without service. AT&T is the first major carrier to shut down its 3G network today, but even those who've upgraded their phones could still be impacted. Car navigation systems that rely on 3G networks might stop working, along with medical devices and home alarms. Take note, T-Mobile will follow in July, while Verizon customers will have until the end of the year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. 
He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes, and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know Our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes, you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to Home Title Lock com and register your address to see if you already are a victim and enter the code radio that's r-a-d-i-o that's the code radio for 30 days free of protection that's code radio at hometitlelock.com 
Okay, talk about some risky business there. 16 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging and banging on this lovely Tuesday. Uh, So let's get into it. Let's get moving. Let's get grooving. It's a lot of stuff to talk about. Very little time to do so. So let's do this now. Uh, Canadian Parliament on Monday night approved the request of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to extend the emergency powers uh, he gave himself last week to round up participants in the ongoing Freedom Convoy. Trudeau said that uh, members of the parliament who vote against the extending the powers don't trust the government to make incredible momentous and important decisions. Uh, the, the Canadian Civil Liberties Union uh, described the measure as the broad power of the government that has granted the political curtail uh, charter rights across the country. The risk of abuse is high. The emergency declaration would be immediately revoked. So there you go. Some things to think about. Uh, only to, uh, let's see, only Trudeau cannot fathom the people not putting, you know, the total faith in the state, which I don't understand, you know, what is going on with some of the th- thought process there in regards to what was going on. So do you disagree or do you agree or are you looking at it and going, hmm, there might be um, some other questions in play when it comes to that. So I don't know. Uh, so let's take a look real quick at some other things real quick. Wisconsin Supreme Court said the governor, Tony Everett's emergency COVID powers were illegal and he renewed them every 60 days. Anyways, the Republican legislator there did zero to stop him. So there are kind of some concerns there that Canada might not do the same thing. So that could be a good or a bad thing. I don't know. So this is going to be some conversations to have. Meanwhile, Canada's deputy prime minister says that those with frozen bank accounts will regain access to their money uh, once the they denounce their support of the Freedom Convoy. In other words, uh, you're totally free Canadian citizen as long as you believe that everything that the government tells you. So I don't mean, I don't know. Uh, so uh, it's just something to think about. There's a lot of stuff that's going on with that that makes you think about some weird things. I'm... It's the Freedom Convoy, but you have to agree with what some others say. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like a total cluster. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about some other things. Explosion of, of at a petroleum refinery in southern Louisiana injured at least one worker. Locals report that the blast was heard at around 9.30 a.m. on Monday, echoing for miles. Uh, the site is about halfway between um, New Orleans and Baton Rouge, no word yet of what the cause was. I'm sure we'll have some more information on that as it does become available. Uh, the Dominican Republic has begun the construction of its border um, with Haiti to ebb and flow uh, illegal immigration. While DR is thriving in a tourist destination, Haiti remains one of the most uh, destitute nations in the world. The wall will be about 8 inches thick and about 13 feet high. It will cover at least half of the border with a span of 244 miles. Uh, The first phase is expected to span for about 101 miles. So what do you think about that? What do you think about when you hear about borders um, in between the two countries there? What does it make you think of? Has anything come to mind? Or do you just not care? And we can just move on to another story. Just a question. I don't know. I'm asking you because you'll know better than I do. 
More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Mark, interrupted on Monday after a few months of quiet. No major damages or injuries have been reported. Uh, it's located on the east coast of Sicily. It's a relatively active volcano, but no, but not an active danger in an active danger area. So there's some news in case you were wondering what was going on. If you heard any of the rumors in the, you know, in the in the move back and forth about things that are going on. Anyways, before I get too far into this, let's bring in some John Johnny Smalls for him to tell you about what is going on inside of the market beat. Here's your market beat minute for Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. The markets face a tough challenge this week that could set the tone of trading for the remainder of the year. The S&P 500 is facing a test of the key support level at 4300 and buying may not be strong enough to keep the market above that. If so, the door will be open for a decline to 4000 or lower. In that event, the value and dividends will become even more important than ever. On tap for the market this week, the monthly read of the core consumer inflation in the form of the PCE price index. The one thing evident in the forecast is that analysts are slow to make predictions given the pace of increases seen in January CPI. As it stands, consumer-level inflation is close to the 10% range and could easily top that in the coming months. The takeaway for the market is expect aggressive interest rate increases from the Fed and for S&P 500 margins to continue to compress. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what is going on inside of the world of the markets. So it'll be an interesting week for sure, it sounds like. Thanks, John, for letting us know. Anyways, a kangaroo is loose in Denmark. A man a man in a car uh, spotted the animal and took a video and sent it to the authorities. No zoos has reported any, of the, any missing roos yet. Locals are encouraged to contact local authorities to help uh, uh, round it up. So, I mean, here's the question. So if you make a phone call and go, hey, um, we saw some roos running around, and you go, well, there's none that are missing. Well, I did not know that um, Denmark is a popular spot to have kangaroos running around. Just something to think about. So, hey, maybe that's something to talk about. Anyways, let's continue talking. A young man named Adonis Lattimore has won Virginia High School's wrestling state championship in his weight class, despite being born without a right leg and a partial left leg. Lattimore says that he plans to continue wrestling in college. So there you go. Congratulations to him and taking the move and seeing exactly what he could do. So there you go. Congratulations once again. Anyways, um, a Wakanda, Wakanda, a teen demands apology from the police after a wrongful arrest. Um, a North, um, a North suburban teen is demanding an apology from the local police officer that claimed the wrongful arrest last week. The attorney for Martel Williams says that his 15-year-old client was taken into custody following a dollar store shooting and shoplifting incident. This is continuing an ongoing problem. The Department of Justice has been in here, yet still this is still going on where there's false confessions being had by young men. Okay, William was charged with attempted murder and aggravated battery. However, charges were dropped after his family provided um, that he was playing at a high school basketball game at the time of the crime. So, um, yeah, that could make it a little bit interesting in regards of uh, how that ends up coming about. Anyways, in right now, as 22 minutes past the top of the hour inside of the wire. So let's talk about this. 
Putin moves um, troops, Biden imposes sanctions over Ukraine. The drumbeat of a possible war in Europe is growing louder after Russian President Vladimir Putin um, um, ordered troops into two separate regions in the eastern Ukraine. Former NATO Supreme Allied Commander James says that um, what we are witnessing is an invasion. There's a definition for an invasion. It's the imposition of armed troops for political purpose into a sovereign country without the consent of that nation. Putin called the move peacekeeping, but also made it clear that he doesn't accept Ukraine as a of as a sovereign nation. Uh, Biden has responded with an executive order to prohibit new investments, trade, and financing in the breakaway regions by American entities, which, of course, we discussed early at the top of the hour. But we need to, you know, discuss it a little bit more because this is going to be the things that we're probably going to be seeing a lot of this week. So let's not lie about it. Let's really call it for what it is because that just seems a way that things are going at the moment. Uh, Pakiti run Mars. So listen to this. Some Republicans want George Pataki to run for governor again. Some Republicans are pleading that George to run for governor one more time. Noah Latham. There are some Republicans who would love to hear George Pataki take the oath of office again. I, Georgie Pataki, do solemnly A website, bringbackpataki.com, asked New Yorkers to sign a petition. Pataki led New York from 1995 to 2006. Some say he's the only one who can beat Governor Hochul this fall. The 76-year-old Pataki says he's flattered by the attention, but has no plans to mount a run for governor. No one laden NBC News Radio, New York. I know, we got swampy there. I know we got swampy, but we talked about it. That's what's taking place. Anyways, Rittenhouse launches um, initiative against media lies. An Illinois teenager acquitted of murder after killing two and wounding a third during a street protest in Wisconsin is launching an, an, um, an, an initiative to combat what he calls lies told by powerful news organizations. 18-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse talked about his media accountability project on Fox News on Monday night. I don't want to see anybody else have to deal with what I went through, so I want to hold them accountable for what they did to me because I don't want to see anybody have to go through what I went through. So Rittenhouse said that the project will raise money to take the media organizations to court. So it'll be interesting to see, um, especially after, I mean, what had happened with this court case. And essentially he was acquitted. So I don't know. What do you think about the whole thing? What do you think about the whole the whole portion of him actually trying to hold powerful organizations of media responsible for the things that they do? That's going to be something interesting to see over the next little bit, because let's just let's just be realistic. Media gets a bad rap, and I'm not saying it's not deserved. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be encouraged, but they get a bad rap for the things that they do. Is it um, good, bad, or indifferent? I don't know. I don't know. That's why we're talking about it. It's one of those things that makes you go, hmm, as you do hear the information that is for sure. Let's continue talking about some other things that are going on. The UN ambassador attack of the Ukraine attack on the sovereign nation of the UN members. Russian troops are on the move and ordered into an eastern Ukraine by uh, uh, by President Vladimir Putin. American ambassadors to the UN say that it appears that Putin wants to set the clock back to the days at Russian Empire by recognizing a pair of breakaway Ukrainian regions and sending troops into the area. He calls them peacekeepers. This is nonsense. We know what they really are. In doing so, he has put before the world a choice. We must meet the moment and we must not look away. 
So speaking before the U.N. Security Council last night, Linda Thomas, Greenfield also made it clear that any attack in the Ukraine is an attack on the sovereignty of every U.N. member state. So what do you think? What do you think when you start hearing about this? Kind of makes you wonder about what's going to happen next that is for sure. Let's continue talking. Capitol Police will facilitate a lawful First Amendment activity. Capitol Police say that they're aware of a potential First Amendment activities, but no applications have been submitted by anyone from a trucker convoy to the p- department. Mike Bowers has more. One trucker joining a convoy says, We have no intentions of shutting anything down. Nothing down. Will there be an inconvenience? Of course. But the Capitol remains closed to the public and has been since the start of the pandemic. Trucks and vans are prohibited from entering the area around the Capitol complex without the delivery companies and drivers having letters on file with the Capitol Police. So putting up fencing and monitoring truck protests won't be the only precautionary measures Capitol Police will put into play for President Biden's State of the Union address. I'm Mike Bauer. Okay, thanks, Mike Bowers, for that one. Let's talk about some other things real quick as we continue down the path here. The CDC could update the mask guidance this week. The CDC is expected to update the max guidance as soon as this week. Trey Thomas has more information. Every state except Hawaii has either lifted their mandates or given an end date. The CDC director said last week she wants to give people a break from wearing masks as COVID cases continue to fall, but warns they'll go back if things get worse. The agency just lowered its travel advisory for cruises and softened guidelines on quarantine and and vaccine status. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thanks, Trey Thomas, for that one. So what do you think about all the changes that are taking place? Do you think that people will be willing to adjust? Are you open to the idea, if you have been wearing masks, not to wear a mask? And at what point, if you choose to self-mask, would you make the determination that it's something of need? I'm just asking the question because you know that that's going to come about more and more as we go through this thing. Let's just be realistic. Let's not lie here. Anyways, it is currently 30 minutes past the top of the hour. So you know and I know that it is close to time to do that thing that we call the main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so as you know, we talk a little bit about everything. We talk about the news of the weird. We talk about the news that some people want to know about. We talk about some news that people don't want to know about. And I am not sure which category this is going to fall under. But as we are thinking, you know that when you are in a work environment that anything is possible to occur. You know that when you are on a site, anything can happen. Anything can be discussed. Anything can um, make you wonder what should be done. I mean, this is the reality of the scenario. So as we are talking today, imagine winning or not winning imagine actually working at the olympics and all of a sudden this happens winter olympics finish finish cross-country skier suffers frozen penis in a 50 um, kilometer or kilometer not kilometer race 
So I don't know if you heard about this one, but take a listen. The men's 50-kilometer mass start skiing um, race at the Virginia Games was shortened to a 30-kilometer because it did not did little to help Finland's Remy Lindholm, who needed um, a heat pack to end the to end the race to thaw out a particular um, sensitive body part. We'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> Remy um, spent just under an hour and 60, me- 60 minutes traversing the course in ha- uh, howling, freezing winds um, and um, leading uh, leading to his penis becoming frozen for a second time in the cross-country street race following a similar incident in Ruka, Finland last year. You can guess um, which party b- part was a little bit um, a little bit frozen when I have it when I have to finish and I was unable to worst comp- competition that I've ever been in. He told the Finnish media. It was just um, trying to battle through it. With organizers worried about possible frostbite on Saturday's race, it was delayed by an hour and shortened to a 20-kilometer. Um, then the, the thin suits and the underlayers worn by the racers as well as the plasters to cover the faces and ears offered little bit of a little to no protection. Lindholm explained that um, he used heat packs to try to thaw out what uh, his appendage once the race was over when the body parts started to warm up after um, the finish. Uh, the pain was unbearable, he added. As of 2022 begins, the New Year resolution that we would like to consider is to, um, is to consider is to change the way that some of the sport is done. So think about this for a moment. Think about how you are there working. And let's say, for instance, as anybody, or you're in a work environment and the temperatures are so cold that somebody comes in and says, hey, I got a conversation piece for you that I would like to share. And all of a sudden they say, hey, listen, I have some frostbite on some sensitive areas. I mean, how do you handle the situation? Now, think about this, and I know that the the headline here is one of those things that it's kind of like a go-getter, a catcher, uh, one of those things to get attention immediately. But when you start thinking about this, think about times that you're at work that an injury might have occurred or an incident might have occurred to someone where there might be a level of shame of somebody bringing it up. Now, think about this. This guy is all the way across on the other side of the planet from where I'm at. I'm in some dark studio somewhere having a discussion with you about the man's appendage. About how he suffered an injury. So imagine the level of fear that some people would have that if they were actually to be injured inside of the work environment on something this sensitive, if they would bring it up. And that's something that we would have to think about. Like, where do we start having conversations with people about incidents and injuries and that anything can be discussed? And, of course, I would imagine some people would be afraid about talking about some of this thing. And then all of a sudden, does this make it onto a log? I mean, that's the other question um, to talk about. I'm being serious. So this this is what we have to start thinking about. How open is your organization to having discussions with people where you can tell them there is no injury that you can have that we can't discuss? And how far does that discussion go? Maybe that's the other portion of the equation. Now, I am not sure if Remy decided to have this conversation with everyone and let them know exactly what was going on, but this is something to think about. At what point do you think that your employees, team members would be afraid to discuss some of this information for the level of 
widespread information, especially about an injury of this sort. And what other injuries might come to mind that you think would cause or wreak havoc in the same fashion? There's a lot of stuff to think about, that's for sure, as we are talking. So what, what do you want to do? Would you want to have discussions with people about this kind of stuff? Or would you say, maybe this is something that you should handle on your own? It's a lot of stuff to think about, that's for sure. Opposed to it just being, okay, it's dead set and we can move forward. I don't think that this would be an easy conversation for most people out there saying, hey, this is the kind of injury that I suffered. But hey, you can tell me. Like I said, you always have the option of going into callinradio.com, messaging, uh, voicemail, and video chat. It'll be an interesting one just to see what people have to say when it comes about. Think about that. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. These days, it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. I have to tell you, even before they ever became a sponsor here on Safety FM, we have used LinkedIn Jobs to help find the people that we have here on Safety FM. It's an easy service to use. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified candidates. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know? that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash safety FM. That's linkedin.com slash safety FM to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And don't forget to mention the J.I. sent you. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, 
Let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit stroke. Strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre-accident investigation. Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what could be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you. Still trying to act safe, yeah. Put the youngin' on the corner, now he winning. By 27, he'll be dead over in prison shampoo, yeah. These are all the terrible conditions that we bind and we put inside the minds of our children. Uh, can't you see we in despair? Look around, we got crime everywhere. But you still sell false hope, mm-hmm, cause you just don't care. No, you just don't care. No, you just don't care. Just don't care. Just don't. I hope my people can really go make a difference instead of being the people incarcerated in prisons. I never got caught for dealing. Okay, there you go. This is careless condition by Norman Sand. Careful with your stuff. Get your soul in line. The song's readily available on iTunes and Spotify. Please don't throw your stones at me for speaking what's on mine. Man, I still don't feel that comfy in my own skin. It's hard to find yourself worth as a broken kid. Okay, thank you to Norman Sand for allowing us to play this one here. The only place we fit it in. Yeah, you can go to court or you go on that court. Okay, 42 minutes past the top of the hour. We are still hanging out here doing the things that we do on this show. So let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world. A four-year-old tries to shoot an officer at the Utah McDonald's. A Salt Lake, Salt Lake County Sheriff says that she's um, still trying to understand why a four-year-old child fired a gun at one of her officers at a fast food joint. That's just unbelievable to me. Um, somebody's taught him that, and that's the scary part. Investigators say that the 27-year-old Sadet Johnson started waving a gun at the employees of the McDonald's restaurant yesterday afternoon because he was upset of his with his order. When the police arrived, he allegedly told his son to pick up the gun and fire it at the officers. One of the officers was able to deflect the uh, was deflect, be able to deflect the gun, though he was slightly wounded when the child pulled the trigger. Johnson is now facing charges of child abuse and use of a weapon uh, during a fight. Salt Lake Sheriff. Um, 
Rosie Rivera said that the attempted shooting is a situation that she and other officers have never encountered before. This is a child who thought it was okay to pull a firearm and shoot that firearm at police. I've never seen anything like this in my 28 years in law enforcement. So I don't know at this particular point, like, what do you say to that one? I mean, it's like, how does it get out of sort of out of this level of control? It's very difficult to even uh, go into words here on what to think. I mean, I'm at a total loss for sure. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's start talking. Twitter, twits, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is expanding its crackdown on trolling and hate. The social media site says that it expanded its safety mode a feature, which lets users temporarily block accounts that send harmful or abusive tweets. Safety mode will flag accounts using hateful remarks and users who bombarded people with un um uninvited comments and the block will block them for seven days half of twitter's users in the uk u.s canada australia uh, new zealand and ireland ireland will now have access those users will also be able to use um companion feature called uh proactive safety mode which aims uh proactively identifying malicious replies that ask users to consider enabling this mode uh safety mode can be turned on uh, the setting of those who um have access to it twitter has struggled to deal with the abuse and harassment on its platform and now faces closer scrutiny from regulators proactively identifying malicious replies sounds like uh someone is familiar with uh similar to mine um i'd rather get uh in trouble for twitter for twitter cops than um, facebook police why uh shorter sentences that's for sure um and so if you're looking for drama i guess uh just go back to netflix because that's what it's sounding like so you know what we're talking about here what was that uh what was that movie with Tom Cruise that uh they had the precogs in it minority reports so they kind of knew what people were going to do before they did it so is this essentially what um proactive safety mode would be i mean i'm just asking i'm just trying to have a better understanding about this so what do you think about this new feature I mean, I know we talk about a lot of stuff about the world of safety here, but what do you think about when you hear about proactive safety mode? Is it a feature that you will turn on? Will it be a feature that you would encourage others to do? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of questions there that I'm sure people are going to ask. So let's go. Anyway, so let's continue talking. Homework, homework, homework. So where do you stand on this? You've been working from home uh, pretty much full time for the past two years. Do you ever want to go back to the working on site? Most likely, no. According to results of a survey released last week at by Pew Research Center in the U.S., as COVID-19 restrictions continue to be relaxed, 59% of those who um, whose jobs can be done remotely say that they are working from home much more all the time, um, down from 71% in October, and uh, well above the 23% who uh, frequently before the pandemic said that 61% um, that they were choosing to work from home and that they rem- that the remind uh, the rem- remainder of their working remotely because the workplace is closed as as it gets to 60 percent of the workers with that job can be done from home 
say that um, that they like working from home and almost all of the time when the pandemic is over. Why? Fear of exposure of COVID-19 is a big reason. But but for the most, they would like to continue working from home because that simplifies um, what they do and the, what they would prefer to do. Whether due, uh, due to, ge- um, to geography, lack of child care, or an improved work-life balance. Now, keep in mind at one point, there was a conversation piece here of, hey, depending on where you're at geography-wise, and if you move during the pandemic, maybe we should consider lowering your amount of pay based on some organizations because they said that when you were originally hired, you lived in an area that had higher cost of living. So it's something to think about. So let's talk about the fact that um you um that they don't do the laundry, so you don't have to think about that when you're actually at home, or do you? Or maybe or maybe somebody else does it. I don't know. I like to work from home because of geography, because I'd be home and the boss wouldn't, so I guess that's a good idea. And my brother spends all day on the couch watching TV. It's not working remotely, but I don't know what it is, but it sounds like something that you could do, maybe some kind of remote work you get it safety never sounded so terrible rated r safety show okay so a breakout breakthrough researchers at the university of california san diego say they've made a discovery that may help doctors treat acne for good they found a special chemical in skin cells which fights off bacteria that causes pimples to break out while we know that there's a fair Fair play on uh, on zits developing. A new study found that the skin cells are around the hair that appears to be on more important, causing the stopping of acne. It's a long technical story, but the bottom line is that they soon may ha- they may soon have a, thera- uh, a therapeutic treatment for acne with fewer side effects compared to current treatments, which can cause a. Uh, abnormalities among pregnant women we can uh, we can joke about that but you're um if you're 17 it's really important to be cool and having acne is no laughing matter unless your friend your your friend has it and not you so then that's a different story and good i used to get acne so bad that i had a pimple with its own zit code you get it zit code okay maybe maybe it wasn't that funny maybe it wasn't oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm okay so let's jump around real quick about some other stuff going on inside of the world here um let me see we were talking earlier what were we talking about we were talking about something that i said we needed to come back to Let's take a look at this. We talked about, um, what was it? What was it? Oh, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the Kentucky Derby thing here in a moment. That's, that's what it was. That was the the info that I said I would go back to at some point. Um, so let's talk about this real quick. No winner for Friday night's mega million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $75 million jackpot or $50.1 million cash payout. So there you go. Uh, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else do we have? What else do we have here? Now, I, I know, okay, so here's the sports one. So take a listen to this. You tell me. Racehorse Medina Spirit was stripped of its 2021 Kentucky Derby title Monday over positive drug tests, according to the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission. Trainer Bob Befert 
um, who tried to explain away the doping uh, doping last May, has been suspended for 90 days in order to pay a $7,500 fine. Uh, now, Mandalon has been declared the winner. Worth remembering, Medina Spirit passed away in December after a workout at Santa at Santa, uh, Santa Anita uh, Park in California. It is believed that the horse suffered a heart attack. So here's my weird question for you, because I know absolutely nothing about horse races. So the people that made the bet on the horses, I would imagine you get an instant payout. I mean, it's just an assumption. I could be absolutely wrong on this. So you got the money, and now they're saying that the horse didn't win. Do you have to pay it back? And that's just, it's a serious question because I really don't know. So what happens? Is that the occasion or is that not the occasion? I mean, I'm just wondering. Somebody, I would love to hear somebody's explanation on this. That is for sure. Anyways, before we get too far away from this, let's bring in uh, Johnny Smalls for the Motivation Minutes. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Chad. Christine Kane said, To build a strong team, you must see someone else's strength as a complement to your weakness, not a threat to your position or authority. I worked with a manager who was threatened by a salesperson in his department because that salesperson was making about twice as much as that manager. He was threatened for no reason. When offered the management position, the salesperson said, Why would I take a pay cut to get more work? He knew his strengths and focused on being the best he could be there. If the manager would have worked with him instead of against him, they probably would have been a pretty amazing team. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Here's Wellness Minute that's brought to you by AllahSamarkin.com. There has been new research confirming that higher potassium and magnesium intake, not lower sodium, cuts heart disease risk. The study found that even after considering sex, body mass index, dietary fiber intake, and blood pressure, lower sodium intake, less than 2,500 milligrams a day, did not decrease the risk of cardiovascular disease. However, higher potassium intake, 3,000 milligrams or more daily, decreased the risk by 25%, and higher magnesium intake, 320 milligrams or more daily, decreased the risk by 34%. These findings suggest that potassium and magnesium play an important role in cardiovascular health. Public health efforts to reduce sodium intake have been largely unsuccessful. Focusing the efforts on increasing the intake of potassium and magnesium may have greater returns on improving cardiovascular health. For additional resources, Oops. check out what did he just say? Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. Currently 54 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out inside of here uh let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of the world um if you are looking for some things that happened back on this date let's take a look around back in 2021 covid 19 deaths tolls passes 500,000 in the u.s on this day that is more than the number of lives that we lost in world war one world war two and the vietnam war combined yeah that's what happened there that was happened back on this date, back on 2021. 
If you're looking at some birthdays for today, I got some of those for you. Kelly Mack turns 31. Rajong Rondo turns 36. Drew Barrymore turns 47. Uh, James Blunt turns 48. Kimberly Davis turns 49. Pebble Flintstones. Really? That counts as a birthday? Okay. She's 59 today. Julie Waters turns 72. And Julius Irving, known as Dr. J, just in case. He turned 72 as well today. So there you go. If you're looking for some days of the year to celebrate, I got some of those as well for you. Today's National Supermarket Employee Day. National California Day. Why is there a day to celebrate California? California should be celebrated all the time. Uh, National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. National Margarita Day. World Spa Day. International Thinking Day. And Be Humble Day. I guess that's a lot of things to be um, celebrating today if you're so inclined to do so. I mean, just something to think about. That is for sure. Anyways, let's talk about Did You Know t- real quick. Today is February the 2nd, 2022, or 2222, or February 22nd of 2022. It is an unambiguous melindrum date, meaning that it's uh, it has no matter how you actually write out the date, whether in a format of month, day, year, day, month, year, or the year, month, day, the symmetry of the date has, has always been the draw for couples uh, looking to say their vows on a unique day. And Las Vegas could experience the busiest wedding day ever, according to officials the date is of course uh loaded with the number two which is also chinese culture is through um getting a lucky number and if that isn't enough today is also tuesday resulting on social media craze calling it twos like t-o-w-s day so there you go so should you be excited about doing the twos today or should you be excited that it's taco tuesday i think we should lean towards the taco tuesday thing you are listening to something magical. <laughs> you're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let me give you some whack facts real quick if you're so inclined for these. Some cats are allergic to humans. R- raccoons um, have four times more sensory cells than their paws than most mammals. Uh, this allows them to see um, with their hands and get images objects that they touch without looking at them. Being in love makes you less productive person, according to researchers. The sound of Darth Vader's breathing in Star Wars was made of a scuba regulator. The symbols, the symbol popular um, popularity known as hashtag or pound, is technically called an octothorpe. That octo means eight, and to refer to the points. And the majority of your brain is fat. So I'm glad you have a flat brain out there. Anyways, there you go. You have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and SafetyFM.com. So there you go. If you want to come and hang out with me, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm for the next um, couple hours or so. All you have to do is type in RadioBig.fm. Not a .com, but a .fm. That will get you over and move and will get you everything rolling as we are talking so there you go there's that and that's what it is anyway so here you go if you need a random joke for today i got one for you so far today feels like a test i didn't study for if you need a phone starter for the day in the dining experience of your dreams who would you cook for if you need a question for the water cooler try this one one in five people always carry this item with them what is it a package of gum. So there you go. Anyways, you've been taking a listen to me. I've been taking a listen to you, and I really do appreciate everything that you do. The most important thing that I will tell you, as I always do here, is about my friends at the American 
Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences and people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org or text the word TALK to 741741. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Find a victory in every defeat to remain hopeful and find a defeat in every victory to remain humble. Thank you for taking a listen. You are the most important part of this show. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.